episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, mate. How are you? Nice. I like the shirt for off the rip. I like that. Thanks, man. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How you doing? Yeah, good, man. For a was it Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. No, Wednesday morning. <laughs> See? It's Tuesday for you, right? Yes. Yeah, see? Oh, that's cra- that's crazy. Time this is time travel right here. It is. There's something that's gonna happen and I can't man, but just wait. Okay. I can't <laughs> warn you about the <laughs> Hey, where are you at? Like in the studio. Yep, right now. So uh kind of funny. Downstairs we have rehearsals getting ready for our shows this weekend. Yeah. I happen to be the fun one where I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go do these interviews real quick (laughs) so everybody else is building the rigs and doing all the technical stuff while i get to talk oh that's so you get to hang out and come back go oh geez that was hard work boys well it's (laughs) just yeah i get to pretend like i'm my singer for one day hey hey see but i'm i'm that dude i'm that guy but i always get stuck on the merch i'm the merch they're like go do the merch and i'm there for hours just (laughs) minding the merch Everyone's got their roles. Everyone's got their roles. But um, what what yeah, is absolutely. is this a is it like your own space, like upstairs, downstairs? So our front of house guy, his um, his family owns like basically like a sound rental company. Yeah, and this is a part of like their we'll call it like a compound by their house. So in the warehouse, there's a giant uh, practice spot outside where most of their big stages are at. I'm in studio C, which is upstairs, small little, like, come here, do demos and stuff. Studio B is where we're going to be doing our rehearsals. So, like, where, like, all of our uh, racks live, where our lighting rig lives, everything else. So, it's cool. That's the dream, dude. You know, like, that. what a cool little space. You know, you got it all. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, my name's Nev. Anyway, Damon, it's nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you as well, Nev wrecking things here but um of course uh the new of virtue ep sinner has recently been released and even though it's only four tracks it hits hard man and, and people are absolutely loving this thing like it's it's climbing up the charts people are just talking about it man it must be a really good feeling after the last couple of years that you're coming out swinging ready to hit it back again oh 100 it's one of those feelings where beforehand, like we have been going nonstop, we've been touring, doing all this, but the nice thing about the pandemic, if there was a nice thing, like there was a lot of bad stuff as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it gave us a chance to kind of be home for a second, really marinate, figure out, Hey, is what we were doing the best representation of us a as a band B as people. And if not, how do we tweak it moving forward? Because, you know, I don't want to say like it was a popular piece of rhetoric, but it was something that some bands didn't really kind of take to heart. Is like, if you're going to be off for this, like we had whole years, of, like years of touring canceled. It's like when you do come back, you can't come back as the same band. Yeah, yeah. You 
you can come back as a better version of whatever made you successful before, or right. if you hadn't quite reached where you wanted to go, which is where we kind of felt was, okay, it can, you can have goals, you can have this, but at the end of the day, it's like, did we put enough of our personality into this? Have we told the stories that we wanted to tell? Are we able to connect to people in a way that we haven't before? And because of kind of some of like the tragedy that was going on throughout everything, it really made us reassess what was going on. It really made us kind of love and appreciate, not that we didn't before, but just playing music in this capacity is a privilege. Mm. It is not a right. You can have talent. You can have, you know, all of the things in the world, but it's like, because we have been places across the world, we've seen different cultures, we've seen different climates, and we've been to places where like the economy doesn't allow for something like this. Mm. It's you're working to sustain, you're working to survive, and that's it. So when you visit places or you're able to like kind of touch people in those spots or you see what's going on, like an example, like we were in Serbia one year and we stayed at a gas station and this is at the height of the Syrian uh, refugee crisis, like yeah, people yeah. just fleeing the country, seeing those tent cities, talking to people from places that are being displaced and all that. And it kind of, it makes you realize like, Hey, this could be taken away at any given time. And then it was. Mm -hmm. So now we put everything into perspective. It's like, you know what, if we are going to do this, if we are going to keep doing this, it's like put, 100% of your body, mind, and soul. Not like we didn't, like, not like we didn't do it before, but it's just now you're going to do it in a way where the perspective has changed. It's more meaningful and can apply to so many, many more situations than it did before. That's incredible, man. Like, not many, many bands get that opportunity to, to see both sides of the world like that. And, and as you said, it makes you appreciate what you're doing for sure. You know, some people do take that for granted, you know, pretty lucky to be out there playing and stuff, especially in this new world we're in now. I mean, things are starting to ease up over there a little bit, right? Like you in the fist. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Right? Man, have you, have you been out on the road yet? I mean, I know you played a couple of shows. No, tour, no touring yet. Right now we're just kind of, well, again, that was part of our approach too, where it's like, we had just gotten out. We were one of those bands. We were road warriors. We would just take anything and everything. And, you know, you could play to five people one night and 5,000 people the next night. And our attitudes stay the same. We were just, we were out there to get it, get our name out there. But at the end of the, you know, at the end of like, it was like about four, four and a half year run. It's like, we were burnt out, man. Like that model of what we were doing, it wasn't sustainable. So in some ways it's kind of like the world basically said, no, you guys need to sit down figure out a better way of doing this and it's like in turn you know people talk about social media and you know it being a tool and this and that and it's like no we've ingrained ourselves more using that so that way we could make better use of our time Mm. you know that was kind of the cool thing with how this whole ep even came about is like we have met so many friends and writers and producers engineers people in other bands where when we were bored at home we were just writing over the internet. We were sending demos back and forth, just doing little joke projects just to have fun, just kind of keep saying, but then it turned into, Oh, this is actually pretty sick. This is something, this is a, you're showing me a different side of my band that I never thought could exist. Yeah. So why not? What let's, let's put this all into focus. You know what I mean? And 
you know, coming back to again, it's like there will be opportunities to tour. We have, you know, we're working on some stuff in the pipeline as I'm talking to you now, but it's like when we get there, when we, we'll get there. In the meantime, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing, yeah. working smart, working hard, and talking to fine gentlemen like yourself. So I don't know about fine at this time of morning, but hey, thank you for the compliment. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Coffee works wonders. Coffee works wonders. <laughs> it's it's getting there. It's getting there. But I, I just, were you dropping a hint there? Were you dropping a little hint saying, you know, when you get there, you're talking about down here where we are in the ass end of the, in the world. All in, I'm saying Australia. is, all I'm saying is we managed to get to Japan. We managed to get to Southeast Asia. We've gotten close. We've gotten close. Everyone says that. We're, 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 we've gotten close. Hey, we got two out. Of, all I can say, is we're working hard. We're working hard. Okay. You guys, Australia is a bucket list, bucket list place for me my entire life. I've played with plenty of people, with friends. I played in another band called For the Fallen Dreams. And met Jim tells me all the time, he's like, Australia is one of the best places that I've had a chance and had the fortune of being able to go to. And I'm like, I'm super jealous, but don't worry. I will be... In some way, shape, or form, you might okay. just see me. Hey, man. You might just see me knock on your door. You... <laughs> hey, man. It, hey. Uh, hey. Always there, man. It's always there. Because everyone get. I hear it all the time. Bands will go, everywhere they get to Japan, it's like the border, of the, right at the end, they go, uh. <laughs> and they take trouble. <laughs> and we are up here going, come on, man. But when you do, we'll make it worth your while. That's for sure. And hopefully that's going to be soon. That was one of my many questions that I had. But um, and we'd love to see you guys down here. Because I know you did some shows. Re- was it recently with The Plot and You? Boys? Yes, we did. Yes. yes. They're coming down here soon as well. So, I mean, like, there's a few. Oh, they're, they're great. Yeah, a few bands are doing the, the jump over. So, hey, man, the front door's open. Just knock. We'll come in. We'll, you know, we'll hang out. So, uh, but until then, we've still got to... <laughs> lot to cover in regards to some work to do EP. yeah man like yes you know you've he's dabbling a little bit of r&b and and uh and melodies and things like that that you haven't before on this thing which which can be a risk for some bands but you've just made it work and it sounds incredible you know what what influenced that that is again it's just kind of a little deep dive is i grew up you know, Michigan is the capital of Motown. It's soul music. That's the stuff that, you know, before I learned what music really was, it's like my mom was playing that all the time. You know, that jazz, blues. And one of the cool things, like when we were sitting down thinking about how we were going to write these songs or just, you know, what we wanted to put into it, it's like, I still listen to R&B music. I still listen to pop music, country. You know, some people might not like to hear that, but sorry, it's kind of what it is. I like what I like and I'm not, I'm unapologetic about it. And Good. It, and again, you know, rock musicians, metal musicians, whatever the case may be. It's like, we can be just as eclectic as other people, man. And it's like, let's just try it out. Let's say, like I was telling you before, like we work with so many different people. You're just firing off ideas. Let's try this thing. Let's try this thing. And it's like, that's how you push forward and you kind of create a sound that is your own. That is akin to you. That's a skin that you wear. Mm. And it could be something that, you know, you look out into the musical ecosystem and you go, I just don't really hear much of this. Or I only hear it in this one way. Like when people think of like the more R&B style, you probably think of 
you know, people think of like issues or they think of, you know, what Johnny Craig was doing, you know, with Dance Gavin Dance and Amorosa and that kind of stuff where it's just, it's more soft. It's more this. And it's like, no, it can still have an edge to it. It can still yeah. be a battering ram if you apply it that way. It would just most people don't think like, oh, it's because of these vocals that it needs to be this. It's like, no, try applying that with some of the heavier instrumentals and, you know, just mix and match and maybe you come up with something that is unique to you. And that's all we wanted to try to do is make something for us where it's like, it's fresh to our ears. It's something we don't see a lot of. And it's fun to play, man. It's just, it just feels good. It just, at the end of the day, music should just feel good. You don't need to overanalyze it. That's right. People do. And that's, that's what I was saying. Like people will put things into boxes and they'll, they'll stick mm-hmm. to the box. But then again, and I mentioned this before, you check out their Spotify p- playlists and they'll have some of that stuff <laughs> there, but they don't want anyone to know about it. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, everyone can see it. So, but I, I like it, man. I really, really like this, this EP. It's really, really good. And the lyrical content is, is really deep as well. You know, it, um, to my understanding, it deals with like addiction and, and recovery and, and going up against those mon- monsters and, and, and overcoming them. Is that, is that correct? To sum it up. Absolutely. And just, yeah, there's, there's a lot to it. There's the main themes. It's kind of this isolation. There's some social commentary in there as well of just, especially this time, like how people were interacting with each other, you know, while we've been at home with all the world politics going on, especially here with our presidencies, with the elections, with how we handled COVID, how the individual states handled COVID the division that the media creates in order to get their past their agendas or to continue trying to, you know, establish themselves or reestablish, you know, ourselves in the world hierarchy of politics when it includes Russia and it includes China, it includes India, Africa, like some lesser known things that, you know, come into play where it's like you have to distract your main population. The other things with police brutality and the racial division and tension that, really was kind of played up it it always exists here there's stories and things that you know further down the line i would love to you know expound on and hopefully get the chance to with our music but it's like these are other things that we do you know loosely touch on in the center in the center ep so it's again we had a chance to really really dive deep and tell some stories and some things that we didn't have a chance to kind of do before so is it more so is this like part one of something else that you're, you're working on? Did you go in and record more songs when you did this? Or was it the complete focus was these four songs? The complete focus was just writing the best songs we could. And we just kind of came to the conclusion of like, hey, right now, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. This, These four, it's like, you kind of see the model of how some bands are releasing music where it's like, you know. I'm not going to be a jerk and be like, oh, everybody want they want a 20 song album from us right now. It's like, no, let's kind of cultivate this. And especially because we're going through a change, you yeah. kind of, you do want to test the waters a little bit where it's like, let's see how a song like Sinner does, or let's see how a song like Cold Blooded, which are, you know, complete departures from what we would, people would normally expect from us. We still have the bangers. We still have Hypocrite that comes in like a fucking thousand mile an hour wrecking ball. But <laughs> riffage, mate, it's so good. Like some of the, man, when it's heavy, yeah, it slaps you around. Eh? It's good, real good. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I love it. I love it. 
But, uh, of course, I mean, the band's been going since, I, I believe, 2008. And you've been there from the beginning. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's a yes, long, sir. you know, that's a long time, you know, and you've you've done a lot of stuff in that time. You know, looking back and to where the band is now and the struggle the last couple of years, like, what's your thoughts on all that? Like, and, and where you're headed into the future? You know? I think it's one of those where you touched on a little bit, like, we've had a chance to do a lot of cool things in our band's career. But I almost feel like now is like, like that was us growing up. That was like, you're kind of just going through it. You're playing shows. You're getting into the van with your best friends. You're just traveling the country. You're eating horrible food and getting no sleep. Again, playing shows to 17 people one day, zero people, just the promoters getting ran out of parking lots, all the things that we like to do as delinquents. But then you start to, you know, you get a sense of more of the business side and you kind of start to take it seriously because the songs get better. The stories get a little more elaborate. And now it's like moving forward. I'm, I couldn't be more excited with where we're at because it's, you know, it's the notion or the thing of if I knew now, but could apply it to like back then, it's like, no, we're here for this reason right now. We know what we know and we know how to apply it in every single way we can be pressing all of the right buttons. And I think the results are going to speak for themselves. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And, and you know, in regards to, you know, touring and stuff like that, are you, you said the boys are down there building the rig, you know, is that like all the yeah. and stuff like that? Oh yeah. You know, you know how bands are nowadays. No one just plugs into an amp anymore and just, plays it's like we have the whole we have an in-ear setup we have our own front of house we have a lighting rig it's called it's a like it's kind of funny on my way over here <laughs> one of my buddies was like oh what are you guys using for a rig now i was like well i got about like 12 grand worth of what could be classified as computer software in my car right now so <laughs> more than you know an actual guitar rig i remember i showed my mom uh what she's like so what do you play like what do you play out of because i never see anything on stage i was like ah <laughs> you're right i hear it and you guys hear it but you just it's like it's magic that's probably what i just said i should have just said it was magic yeah 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 you got the droid out the back is it like in a big like, exactly. case thing you know we're heading that way yeah we have yeah we have a couple we have we have it split up so that way it's easier to kind of shoehorn into the venue so we're not taking up just everybody's space try to be as economic as possible. And then that way too, like, you know, whenever we fly, it's like, then we can take it to the airline and hopefully they don't lose it. So (laughs) (laughs) have you got a backup plan for that? Like, look, I don't want to jinx anybody here, but, uh, you know, (laughs) I have seen it though. I saw, was it star set when they toured here had everything in this rig and something happened between there to here and it all just went haywire. They couldn't get it all. Because it not only their suits, the lights in their suits and the sound, yep. everything like that. So they were scrambling around. They ended up getting it going. But, like, it was it was full on, dude. I felt so bad for those dudes. What do you do in those situations? Just... You have plan B and you have plan C all the way through Z. It's just you just you have to plan as if something is going to go wrong. Mm. Like this is a message to any band that even if you're just traveling locally, this doesn't even have to be international. It could just be, 
always have a backup plan. Like, you know, if you are going to play on, you know, an in-ear system or anything else, it's like, make sure you have a backup laptop. You know, if you do have ears, make sure you have two sets of ears because you never know one of those could go out at the show and you'll need the backup. Or, you know, if you have a chance to talk to your front of house, if you're on ears, like, Hey, don't strike the wedges from the thing just in case, mm-hmm. in case you know, in case they need to, in, in case they need to pump something through there. It's all, you know, case dependent, but just whatever you're comfortable with, it's just plan A, B, C, D and down the line because the one thing that is probably the hardest truth is what can go wrong will <laughs> 100% go wrong. Wrong. Mate. Are you going to be left with your fucking, you know, just <laughs> up shit's creek or are you going to be able to pivot and go, "Okay, cool, we planned for this. Yep. Let's just, you know, move to this next thing." And always take extra batteries. Yeah. <sighs> That's me. I'm the guy who's got the wireless <laughs> microphone that goes, oh, fuck. I need batteries. Who's got the batteries? Got the batteries? And I'm running around and then I have to like bolt to the, the corner shop and spend, you know, three times as much for some batteries just for the, for the show. I'm that guy. Sorry, dudes. But um, yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. But uh, of course, I mean, EP's killer. You know, you, you've got all these plans coming up behind the scenes. But uh, what about more recording? Have you got more tracks that you're working on recording behind the scenes there? In your little... Oh, yeah. With all these uh, lovely instruments and everything. Oh, yeah. Every day, man. We're always working. Always jamming little ideas and just trying to, again, experiment a little more. See how far we can push the sound. See how far we can go. Because people enjoy Sinner, man. People have really messed with it. And they've, it was one of those things. It's kind of taken us aback a little bit. Like we thought there was going to be a little more blowback than what it was, but it was like, no, yeah. people were like, no, we want more. We want more of this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't have a, like, we kind of had a plan B, but it was like, uh, okay, no, we might just have to keep. Yep, exactly. Man, that's just super. Test the waters a little bit. Man, I can't wait to hear what you guys do next. It's super exciting. You know, that and the Australian tour you got coming up. You know, it's going to be awesome. Hey! Hey! Hey, hey, hey whoever's listening to this, any promoters in Australia, eh, yeah. get us there. Jump on that. <laughs> Jump on that. Because we'd love to see you. Hey, barbecues and all the all the things down here. And all the things. That Hold on, is it true that, um, so we toured with Make Them Suffer. Yes. And Jordan, the, the drummer, he goes, I had a kangaroo that lived in my driveway that would not move. And he was really mean. I was like, Oh no. I was like, what do you mean by me? He goes, he would sit in my driveway every day and I had to like drive around him. And I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah. And I was like, and you can't do anything about it. He's like, I mean, what? I'm not going to get punched by a kangaroo. Like, the thing will kill me. I yeah. was like, yeah, you're right. I guess. Have you seen them, dude? Some of the big rip- I've never seen a kangaroo ripped, dude. They are like ripped. They're like, yeah. I mean, that's how we get our mail delivered down here, you know? So you don't want to piss them off. You know, they put the mail in the pouch and they go around, you know, the drop bears. Have they told you about the drop bears? Mm-mm. Okay. When Uh-oh. you get this call, yeah, look up drop bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can't go outside when, yeah, we can't. You never walk under a tree here without looking up drop bears. Look them up. Oh, wow. Okay. Everything can kill you. 
everything. But anyway, no, but it's true. There is lots of things. But it's, 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 not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, you know. But I could tell you some stories, mate. Um, yeah, you're going to love it, man. When you guys get down here, you're going to have the absolute best time, and we can't wait to see you. Uh, in the meantime, Sinner is out everywhere. We're going to have the links down here. Uh, everyone go out there, get it, buy some merch. Because, you know, the shirts are sick, too. That's all this, man. Oh, thank, so you, thank you for it. Please buy the mug because I don't know how long, it's taken us years for me to get a shirt with my face on it. With <laughs> all of our faces. Do you, you're, cause you're, you're rocking the fear factory shirt. And it's like those, like, I love like just metal, just uh, like that was the sick. Like when you had like the limp biscuit and the corn and the slipknot shirts back in the day. And it's just like, it's, it's so awesome. So yes, please everybody buy all of our t-shirts. Yeah. Do every it. Single one of them. Do it. Buy them all. And then they can come down here in Australia. Got to pay for that. Yeah. And sell more t-shirts. And sell more t-shirts. That's it. Maybe I'll sell one to a, a kangaroo. Yeah, that's it. For the mail service. They do. They, they <laughs> you can't, you can't go. It, it, I, I believe that story that, you know, cause you can't move them. They're like hectic. They, uh, they will get you real bad, <laughs> but they're real gentle. But really like we go, we go to like, like parks and stuff here, you know, like, um, like wildlife parks and they are just lazy. Yeah. They're just lazy, big giant things. You can go up and just pat them and stuff. You just don't touch, go near their babies and they'll be all right. So maybe that was the case. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. They're real protective of like the, the, the joeys, but mm-hmm. apart from that, they'll just lay there. This guy, I don't care. You're like, hey, man, I've got to, you know. They're like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm here. This is mine now. <laughs> <laughs> great. They're great. Because they know they can they, they know they know can rip your head off at any point. So they're just like, eh. They can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They never skip leg day, brother. They never skip leg day. So um, <laughs> that's enough of me. Oh. oh, no. I'm. This is what happens this time of morning. But thank you so much for hanging out on the show. It's been so good to talk to you. Um, we will see you very, very soon. Take care and uh, go make some noise, my man. I will do that. Thank you very much for having me, man. No worries. Take care, dude. See ya. You too. Thank you.